Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I am a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Hello everyone, welcome back. What are you doing right now? Is it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day of the week it is, whatever time of the day it is? It is so great uh, to know that you have chosen to listen to another episode of Seeking God's Grace. I really enjoy the time with you. So uh, whenever and whatever you are doing, I just would like to join you for another couple of minutes. How long it will take, let's see where the Spirit will lead us. Last Friday, I participated in the event organized by the members of my pastoral formation team, which I have privileged to lead. The evening was dedicated to young people in their 20s, 30s and 40s, and it was called the Faith Feed. The experience was really heart-uplifting and inspirational. Those young people came for fellowship, but they were not only taking what was given, they were also sharing their stories. So, in other words, they were also giving to one another uh, value, time, presence. During the night, which focused on the topic of listening, my podcast was mentioned and quoted. So let me return the favor and let me share that the pastoral formation team actually have their own podcast and it is called the Soul Food Podcast. And you might like to listen to the to some stories of this group, um, which is called the Faith Fit, as well as some others from the Diocese of Paramatta and beyond. All information about the Faith Fit, pastoral formation and soul food can be found on our pfpara.org.au. I invite you to visit that place. So what today? If you are following Seeking God's Grace um, episodes, you will remember that last time we were talking about trusting, trusting God, trusting one another, what the trust is, why is it sometimes a little bit difficult, and when is it easy? Well, this topic really was talking about relationship. You can't trust someone uh, who you are not in good relationship with. It's very hard to trust someone who betrayed your trust um, in that particular relationship. So relationship and the presence for one another, it's really interconnected for me. What's the topic of today? Today's topic is what is the real presence of God and how we do give and live the real presence to one another. Quite often, when we think about real presence of God, we think about the Eucharist. Those who are familiar with the church language will relate to it and will understand it. Uh, why? Because different group of Christians use this term a lot and they debated about how real is the presence of God in the Blessed Sacrament in the Communion. 
I do not want to discuss this topic. I am representing the view of the Catholic faith and I believe in the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And today I don't really want to focus about the real presence only in the aspect of Eucharist. I want to show it in a little bit more of a human and divine and real relationship um, context, if you like. So let's start with the human experience. Have you ever had an experience of meeting someone, maybe while having a dinner, maybe walking, traveling with that person, talking over the phone, or whatever were the circumstances. But the moment and experience when you felt, wow, I feel that this person has given me 100% attention, was totally listening to me, was really ready to hear what I have to say or share, despite how trivial or significant it was. And I mean, really, from sharing a cooking recipe to sharing the experience of your heart with trauma. Have you ever experienced that? Can you name this person? Can you name this experience? Can you remember times when someone told you that you have been this presence to them? This is a gift which we need to practice. You might have some predispositions to do that. Some people are better than the other, for example, with body language. Um, well, you can show with your eyes, you can show with your whole posture if you are listening or not. Others just need to learn some expressions of how you are present for someone else. And they need to learn in what ways they are giving the different message. Some people said that when uh, St. John Paul II was still alive, he really not only exercised, but he really had this gift of the real presence. He could give 100% to every single person he met. And joining with his great memory, he was able to say to many people whom he randomly met, your name is, you are from, or even ask the questions about someone else who was brought in the previous conversations to his attention, and he just simply remembered the connections. Amazing, isn't it? If you are one of these people who actually have this encounter with John Paul II, please comment in this podcast. Let us know that you were lucky to experience that. Well, if you will ask me, I have to say, I remember faces. I remember events. But I really don't remember people's names. I will whisper it because it's not so good. <laughs> people really value if you remember their name. I am a visual person. So unless I see someone's name written down, I have difficulties to remember that. So what is the real presence? How did you feel when someone gives you full attention?
Do you feel valued? Do you feel special? If during your encounter you shared something traumatic, have you felt less burdened? Less worried? If you shared a happy occasion, have you felt that someone is interested in your achievement or joy? If you were sharing something weird, something what you would say only to a person who is trustworthy, have you felt accepted? Rejected? How did you feel? Well, from this human experience, we need to try to understand how do we experience the real presence of God in our life. If we are talking about just that, the presence of God, we are talking about much stronger, much bigger experience than once we can explain in our human ways. It is just like magnified. We are talking about someone who not only hears us, understands us, is interested as much as in what's for dinner as I know what you feel since you lost your loved one. And the scope of this interest, the scope of these attentions blows my mind. In our life, humanity, we are very selective what we pay attention to or not. But God can attend to the biggest and the smallest events, whatever it is in our life. And he can give us the true experience of what does it mean to understand, to be understood. In our Catholic faith, I mentioned this a um, few minutes ago, we always look at Jesus' presence in the sacrament. And I named that the real presence is pretty connected with the um, sacrament of the Eucharist. But there are actually seven sacraments that um, cover different ways of real presence of Jesus in our life. Maybe we will spend um, some time in the future just talking about seven of them, because there is so much to unpack in seven sacraments of God. I, I just don't want to turn this podcast into any form of a lecture. I really want to share with you whatever you might find helpful or life-giving in your life. As the title of this particular episode reminds us about one of the sacraments, Eucharist, I would like to talk a few minutes about just that. Jesus is present in the body and blood, wine and bread, which we consume, which we receive during the Eucharist. That is mind-blowing itself. How someone who died over 2,000 years ago can be present here and now? Is it a symbol? Nice memory? How he can be still present? What we mean is that he will be present every single time when we celebrate the Eucharist. And he is.
So, okay, why we are not experiencing it more vividly, realistically then? Shouldn't uh, we be changed? It is a little bit like with the example I have given to you when we were talking about prayer, about the power of water. You wash your hands, you take a shower every single day. Or even many times, especially uh, since pandemic and when the weather is suggesting to us that we need to wash ourselves more often. Do you pay attention to it? Do you pay attention to the water itself? And then all of the sudden, you are washing your hands this one time or you take a shower after a hot day or a dirty work somewhere on the field and all of the sudden, this experience is different. Your senses react differently. You think, oh, wow, the water is powerful. This is amazing. This is really going through my whole body. Real presence of God is not something you will experience all the time, 24-7. Why? Because we cannot actually handle the presence of God so intensely all the time. As human beings, we have those great experiences. And then we go to ordinary before we have another extraordinary. What we learn from the Bible, that those little experiences on earth, when God gives us a glimpse of how amazing he is, how bigger and better those experiences will be in heaven and how permanent all the time would they be over there, infinite, never-ending. Something what we have never experienced and we can't even imagine. There is this great song, we can only imagine. I, I, I'm sure that many of you have uh, had this many times it's it's worth to listen to i'm not going to sing it don't worry <laughs> once it's enough maybe in the future <laughs> i i actually would like to share here that i have quite a few friends who experience god in a very special way when receiving communion or at the moment of their own personal prayer when they experience that god jesus holy spirit whichever name of the Trinity is that, brought them to tears with an overwhelming feeling of being loved by God. And that feeling cannot be matched with any encounter that one human being can give to another. The real presence of God changed them and changed their life forever. So the real presence of God it's a gift. We cannot have it a high intensity of every person on our human experience. We can cherish our good experiences, but not experiencing this all the time. Now and then, yes, but day to day, we don't. We just know that the special person is there and we experience this presence without words, in silence. By feeling loved. Sometimes going through hardship, but knowing that God got you covered, that he holds you tight.
this is an experience which will help you help us to go through the times when we don't feel that God cares or is present in our life. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you have heard about St. John of the Cross, um, that one of the greatest spiritual mystics of the Catholic faith, but I know that all of you know who is St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. And both of the saints, one living centuries ago and one just who died uh, most recently, uh, more recently, both of them have experienced an absence of God. It is in the spirituality called the dark night of the soul. So both St. John of the Cross and Mother Teresa and many, 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 many others have actually experienced that they did not feel the presence of God for days, for years, for a very long time. Despite that, they kept going. They kept loving. They kept giving. In the relationship with God, in a similar way, like in any human relationship, we cannot always rely on feelings. It cannot be purely built on feelings. Any relationship cannot be purely built on feelings. Sometimes we need to put them aside also. I'm sure that you have heard the story about the couple who were celebrating 25 years wedding anniversary. And the wife asked the husband, do you still love me? And he goes, didn't I tell you 25 years ago? Well, lucky us, because God tells us more often than once in 25 years that he loves us. He shows us his love and marks his presence every single day of our life. And even in this little story, I don't know, is it a joke? And is it husband? Is it wife? I heard so many versions of it. Most likely, what this person, the spouse, meant to say to another is a litany of things. Let's hope for it. How did they love one another? So there is a possibility, and I believed in that, that this husband talking to a woman after 25 years of do you love me said, I have worked for you and our kids. This is how I love you. I raise the kids with you. This is how I love you. I was there for you when you felt down and depressed. This is how I love you. I was patient at the time when you were upset and annoyed. This is how I love you. And so on and so forth. Similarly, when we wake up in the morning, God says, This is how I love you. I'm giving you a new day. Then we go to work. <laughs> how often do we complain about it? But he says, I gave you work. I gave you an ability to be able to do many things. This is how I love you. Then we have friends. And God says again, this is how I love you. We are, you and I, 
we are the real presence of God and we are representing him. We are the real presence of God for one another. I know it is not easy to say it. I cannot say, believe me, <laughs> if I'm driving and someone cuts me off. Oh, how amazing presence is in you who do not use the common sense and almost cause an accident. I don't do that. But in general terms, realizing the dignity of another person makes us a little bit kinder, less suspicious, not envious, not judgmental or harsh. It can make us a people who will not fight for power, importance, do not act with vengeance. Let's try to land up in this topic. I have been talking for a while and I think it's time to wrap it up. To experience the real presence of God is to open our heart for a deep and intimate relationship with Him. I will read it again. To experience the real presence of God is to open our heart for a deep and intimate relationship with Him. Like any relationship, they are different and there are different ways of living it, of sustaining it. Quite often people ask, what are the main points of staying closer to God? Uh, I have Googled it. These days we Google everything, right? 12 ways to get closer to God right now. And some people came with uh, quite a list. I will read only a few of them. So the standard one that you will hear on many places will be get quiet, read your Bible, go for a walk and talk with God, meditate on scripture, Put on some worship music and immerse yourself in the melody and lyrics. Marvel at the world God has created. May I just say that as much as important they are, they might or they might not work for you. Why? Because I would like to offer a tiny different advice. Before you will get into your own checklist how to stay closer to God, spend some time identifying the ways you engage in a true encounters with others, how you build relationship with others. Make your own list of steps how you build and maintain relationship with people the closest to your heart. Your human way of experiences will lead you to meeting the divine, to meeting God. And he will surprise you with his presence. He will surprise you over and over again. Let me know how did you go and have a great week, everyone. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website, seekinggodsgrace.com, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again. 
Every blessing to you and your loved ones. Talk again soon. 